0: This is Abroad in Education, a podcast where I unpack the international suitcase by focusing on Edpats and their experiences within education. I'm your host, Tiffany Lachelle. Today's episode I titled, I Retired My Teacher Voice. And this is going to be it, it it's going to be an interesting episode because I am in this now. <laughs> Even as I think about how I want to organize my thoughts, it's it's really something that I am dealing with. So I'm I'm just going to put it out there. I feel like I'm being a little vulnerable in this episode, which is good because I think it'll let you all know that my life is not perfect. So stop trying to act like it is. <laughs> So I'm thinking about my teacher preparation program, and I want to start there because before I actually ended up in the classroom, there were a couple of things that I experienced um, during my student teaching, practicum teaching, you know, all of those different things that are embedded into a teacher prep program. And I remember this day, I was in a very, I'm not going to say rural, um, it was actually Rockford, Illinois. So it's not necessarily rural, but it's outside of the city. I would say kind of urban because it was a lot of black and brown kids. But the school that I was at, it was predominantly white students. So I am preparing to do a lesson plan. And basically, sometimes when I do the lesson, my supervisor is there. And sometimes when I do a lesson, she she wasn't. So in this particular instance, she was there. And I, you know, prep for the lesson plan. I did the lesson plan. you know, I thought it went very well. And basically, after the lesson plan, you know, I am presented with a sheet of paper that gives me a lot of feedback on, you know, how to how to do something next time or, you know, something to think deeper about or um, suggestions for, you know, moving forward. And basically, I, I knew I did well. I knew I did well on this lesson. <laughs> Teaching comes natural to me. Um, but what I got on the feedback was something that I was not expecting. People have always commented on how I talk, right? I have a squeaky voice. I have a country voice. I have a mouse voice. (laughs) You know, I've always been somehow not judged, but acknowledged for my voice. And one of the things, or at least in particular, what she put on this form was, you should articulate your words, not gonna, not wanna, but going to, want to. And as simple as that sounds, it hit my soul. I have kind of put this under the table for years. And although I've gotten rid of the experience, my entire teaching career has been based on that feedback. And I think about this because... um, Right now I'm teaching a course uh, where I'm working with students who are preparing to go into teaching. And I decided to do these one-on-one conferences with the students just to kind of check in about how the course is going, you know, if there's anything that needs to be improved, just these little, you know, mini one-on-one sessions to talk. And I was basically having a one-on-one with a particular student that I have interest in. And and I think that the student has an amazing story. There's a lot that she's going to contribute to education. And somehow in the midst of the one-on-one, my professor hat came off. (laughs) And we were talking about our families, you know, talking about who we are in these very homogenous spaces and how we've been, you know, experienced discrimination or, you know, just just basically having a real conversation. And in the midst of our conversation, she got very comfortable with me. And she said, yeah, because, you know, I actually told my friends about you. You know, the first day of class when you started talking, I was like, you said some word, you know. I don't even remember the word, but you said every single syllable in that word. I mean, I was dying. And this is what she's saying to me, right? I didn't say anything. I just smiled. It's one of those things where I have learned not to allow people to decide who I am. I show up. I show up as Tiffany. That's all I can be. (laughs) But I recently watched this TED talk now I'm not I'm not sure if her name is Dina or Dana, but um, Dana Simmons did this TED talk about how students of color confront imposter syndrome? And basically, in this TED Talk, she is telling a story about being from the Bronx and, you know, how she grew up in this very particular family. And then her mother enrolled her into a private school, which was outside of the Bronx. And she goes back and reflects on this experience that she has with a teacher. So she says she's in the hallway and she's approached by a teacher. And the teacher comes to her and said, the word is asking not axing like you're running around with an axe it's asking and she's talking about this experience in this TED talk and this is this is an experience that I have experienced (laughs) so she continues to you know kind of reflect and analyze the situation and she says you know I have eternal imposter syndrome Either I've been invited because I'm a token, which really isn't about me, it's about a box that someone needs to check off, or I'm exceptional, which means I've had to leave the people that I love behind, right? And she's talking about how she always has to police herself in certain spaces. Are my pants too tight? Should I wear my hair up? Um, You know, should I speak up for myself? And in particular, she says, should I speak up for myself or will the power of my words be reduced to... She's angry. So I connect to all of this because I realize that my entire teaching career has been based on the feedback that I've received from my supervisor years ago. And I have policed and I have monitored my speech. And it's one of those things where, you know, I think about who I am as a teacher, especially my experience being in the States and then my experience being, you know, abroad I feel like when I was in the States, I was basically asked that, you know, when I walk into the door, I need to turn who I am off and I need to turn on what has been conformed as normal, you know, in the educational space on, right? So there was no way that I could be myself in that space. Now, granted, let's go back to the classroom. There were no black children in the class, right? So I guess I was supposed to be a mirror (laughs) of who they were. So turn off my country, you know, my uh, unarticulated words, you know, and, and talk to them how they talk. I have to be honest and say that, you know, I retired my teacher voice before the meeting that I had recently. And I mean, it had nothing to do with her, but it definitely reminded me that that is what I did. That's why I happened. That's why that's why it happened. That's why I decided to do it. It wasn't just masking my voice. It was masking so many other things as well. So I'm not saying that, you know, I'm, I'm going into a professional space talking, you know, the same way that I talk to my friends or the way that I talk to my family. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I'm no longer conform, conforming. I show up as Tiffany Lachelle Smith, I'm a black woman from Alton, Illinois. Yes, I'm country. I know, but I'm not from the country. (laughs) I graduated from a public school. You know, I grew up in a working class family, but also I've traveled the world. I'm tolerant of everybody and almost everything. I have seven tattoos. Yes, I drink socially. I curse, but also I'm a teacher and a teacher who has a lot to contribute to education So I think specifically after my eight years of teaching, the role that I'm in now, I have the opportunity because I feel like a lot of teachers don't have this opportunity. I have the opportunity to be outside of the classroom, but still kind of managing people who are looking forward to going inside of the classroom. And I've decided that I am not going to allow these students to continue to reproduce what is wrong. This bias, this discrimination, you know, this not thinking about what you're thinking about, just going in and repeating what's happening. Like, that's why we are in some of the situations that we're in now. You're not looking at at kids as individuals. You're not looking at them from their backgrounds and who they are, their culture. You know, you don't see issues with teachers, right? Teachers are are right. You know, supervisors are right. You know, they have these years, they they have their their stamp to deem them in whatever role that they've gotten. And I'm just like, no, we have to start thinking about and problematizing a lot of the things that we're seeing because it's not okay. So I think about Du Bois and I said, you know, the veil has come off. It has been lifted. I don't have an issue with education, but I do have a problem with some of the things that are happening in education, right? So, especially when I'm looking at these very segregated schools. Did brown happen? I mean, did, did integration happen? I'm looking at these very black and brown spaces, specifically with students that are still being educated by these very homogenous white teachers who. There's a, there's a huge disconnect between who they are and who the teachers are. And that's my issue. That's a big issue, right? So they say students of color should have um, teachers of color. But then when you hear these notions about, oh, there's a teacher shortage, oh, we need to diversify our teaching staff, right? When you hear things like that, it, it makes you think that, Oh, we need to we need to convince more African American, we need to convince more teachers of color to go into education. Because when I'm thinking about a teacher shortage and a need to diversify, it's almost like the school's not the problem, the teachers are the problem and they're not choosing education. And that connects to you know, when I hear these big things and I think about my own story, these numbers when you're looking at statistics they only show you or at least when you're when you're listening to narratives as well they only show you a small piece of the pictures the numbers don't show you why people are leaving it just shows you that they are leaving they don't show you why there's a teacher shortage it just says that there is a shortage right so when you start to go in and collect these narratives and i bring it to my own experience i left We know that teachers don't have large salaries, yes. Maybe people leave because of the salary. We know that, you know, we are overworked, underpaid, yes, we know. (laughs) But the thing is, and especially with my own story, I didn't leave teaching. I left the American teaching system. I left the system, right? Right. Thinking about how I was policed about my voice, how I couldn't show up as myself, how I couldn't connect with the system. Like, it was so many things that was happening that I was basically a foreigner in a space that I felt like per- I had been prepared to go into. And I never had the experience. So so I'm saying that to think about, you know, what are the stories that are happening with these teachers that are leaving? It's not just pay. It couldn't just be pay. because I still love kids. I mean, at this point, I'm, I'm teaching for tuition, not for a salary. I don't have a salary, but I'm still teaching. I still have the passion. But something is happening in U.S. schools specifically to African-American teachers, and they are leaving. We are leaving. So what's happening I basically, I, wanna, I want to hear from you all. If you are a teacher who worked in the U.S. system and decided to leave and you have an interesting story about your experience being in it, tell us why. Reach out and tell us why, because I'm very interested to hear about what is happening specifically to us. And especially when I connected to my own story, I just feel like, you know, it was a system that wasn't created for me. Thank you for checking in. I appreciate you all checking in as always. And I look forward to hearing from you all in the next episode. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Let's keep the conversation going. Join us in the Abroad in Education private group on Facebook. And for more information about the show, go to matriarchdm.com.